Chapters 6 through 9 of the Gospel According to John from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Farrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 6 After this, Jesus went beyond the lake of Galilee near Tiberias, and a large crowd was following him because they saw the wonders which he effected upon the sick people and jesus climbed up the mountain and there sat down along with his disciples at that time the judean festival of the passover was near jesus then looking up and seeing that a large crowd came towards him remarked to philip where shall we buy bread so that all these may eat he said this to test him for he himself knew what he was about to do Twenty pounds worth of bread!' Philip answered him. "'Would not be sufficient to satisfy them, even if each of them only took a little.' One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, observed to him, "'There is a little lad here who has five barley loaves and two fishes. But what are they among so many?' "'Make the people sit down,' said Jesus, for there was plenty of grass at that spot. So the men sat down to the number of about five thousand jesus then took the loaves and having given thanks he distributed to those reclining and in the same manner as much of the fish as they wished then when they were satisfied he said to his disciples collect now the broken pieces which are left so that nothing may be lost they accordingly collected them and filled twelve bags with the broken pieces of the five barley loaves which the eaters had to spare then when the people saw the evidence which he had produced they exclaimed this must certainly be the prophet who was to come into the world jesus perceiving then that they were about to come and seize him for the purpose of making him king again withdrew himself to the mountain alone and when dusk arrived his disciples went down to the lake and having embarked in a boat they were returning over the lake in the direction of capernaum but darkness had now arrived and jesus had not yet come to them the water was also getting rough on account of the violent wind then blowing when however they had rowed about two miles they observed jesus walking upon the water and approaching the boat and they were terrified but he said to them i am <laughs> be not afraid they therefore very willingly took him into the boat and the boat went straight towards the land they steered for on the following day the crowd upon the other side of the lake knowing that there had been no boat there except the one in which the disciples had embarked and that jesus did not embark in the boat along with his disciples who had departed by themselves although other boats had come from tiberius near to the spot where they had eaten bread after the lord had given thanks so when the crowd saw that neither jesus was there nor yet his disciples they themselves embarked in the boats and came to capernaum searching for jesus and finding him across the lake they asked when teacher did you come here i tell you most assuredly jesus answered them you search for me not because you have seen evidences but because you have eaten of the bread and have been satisfied strive not only for this perishable food but also for that lasting into eternal life which the son of man will give to you for him has god the father marked out they therefore asked him 
What then must we do in order that we may carry out the purposes of God? This is the purpose of God, Jesus answered them, that you believe in him whom he sent. They therefore asked him, What evidence then do you produce so that we may see it and confide in you? What can you do? Our forefathers ate the manna in the desert, as it is written, He gave them bread to eat from out of heaven. Jesus, however, said to them, I tell you assuredly, Moses did not himself give you that bread from heaven, but my Father will give you the real bread from heaven, for the bread of God is he who descends from heaven and gives life to the world. They therefore said to him, Give us, sir, this bread always. Jesus answered them, I am the bread of life. The one who comes to me will never hunger, and the one who believes in me will never thirst. I have also told you that, although you have seen, yet you have not believed. Every one whom the Father gives to me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will not cast out. For I descended from heaven not to carry out my own intention, but the intention of my sender. And this is the intention of my sender, that of all which he has entrusted to me, I should lose nothing, but should restore it at the last day. This also is the intention of my Father, that every one who sees the Son and confides in him should possess eternal life, and I will restore him at the last day. The Judeans then muttered concerning him, because he said, I am the bread which descended from heaven, and they said, is not this fellow Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How then can he now say, I came down from heaven? Jesus replied and said to them, Do not mutter to one another. No one is able to come to me unless the father who sent me draws him, and I will restore him at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught from God. Everyone who has listened to the Father and learnt comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except he who was with God. That one has seen the Father. I tell you most decisively that the believer possesses eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your forefathers ate the manna in the desert and died. This is the bread coming down from heaven, so that anyone may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which descended from out of heaven. If anyone should eat of this bread, he will live for ever, and the bread also is my body which I will give for the life of the world. The Judeans then discussed with one another, asking, How can this man give us his body to eat? Jesus therefore said to them, I tell you most certainly that unless you eat the body of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not possess life in yourselves. Whoever eats my body and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will restore him at the last day. For my body is a true food, and my blood is a true drink. Whoever eats of my body and drinks of my blood abides with me, and I with him." as the living father sent me i also live through the father so that the one who eats me shall also live through me this is the bread descending from heaven not such as that of which your forefathers ate and died whoever eats of this bread shall live for ever 
he spoke this in a synagogue as he was teaching in capernaum many even among the disciples however on hearing this declaration remarked this is an extraordinary declaration uh, who can listen to it but jesus perceiving in himself that his disciples complained about it he said to them does this make you stumble then what if you should see the son of man ascending to where he was at first the spirit is the life-giver the body is worth nothing the ideas which i have expressed to you are spirit and are life there are some among you however who do not believe because jesus knew from the first who the unbelievers were and who it was that would betray him continuing he said for this reason i forewarned you that none can come to me unless it be given to him from the father many of his disciples hereupon turned back and accompanied him no longer jesus therefore said to the twelve do you also not desire to go away simon peter answered him to whom master can we go you have the ideals of eternal life and we are confident and satisfied that you are the holy one of god jesus answered them have i not chosen you the twelve and one of you is a traitor he here referred to judas simon iscariot for that man who was one of the twelve was about to betray him chapter seven after this jesus traveled in galilee for he would not travel in judea because the judeans were seeking to murder him when the judean feast of tabernacles was near his brothers said to him remove from here and go into judea so that those disciples of yours may also see the works which you do for no one does anything privately who desires to become famous himself if you do them exhibit yourself to the world for even his brothers did not believe in him jesus therefore answered them my opportunity has not yet arrived but your opportunity is always at hand the world cannot hate you but it hates me because i give evidence against it that its doings are wicked you yourselves can go up to the festival i am not going up yet to this festival because my time is not yet fulfilled and having told them this he stayed in galilee when his brothers had gone up to the festival however he also went up himself not publicly but quietly the judeans were however searching for him at the festival and kept asking where is he and there was much muttering among the crowds respecting him some even said he is a benefactor while others exclaimed not he on the contrary he deceives the multitude none however spoke openly about him for fear of the judeans when however the festival was half over jesus went up to the temple and began teaching the judeans then in their astonishment exclaimed how can this fellow know theology having never studied jesus in reply to them said my teaching is not my own but that of my sender if any one desires to conform to his purpose he will recognize the doctrine whether it originates from god or whether i speak from myself the man who speaks from himself studies his own reputation but the one whose aim is to honor his sender he is true and there is no falsehood in him has not moses given you the law yet none of you observe the law why do you aim at murdering me the crowd replied 
You have a demon who wants to murder you. I have done one thing, said Jesus in reply to them, and you were all astonished. Moses instituted the circumcision among you for a purpose, not, however, that it originated with Moses, but with your ancestors, and you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If, then, a man is circumcised on a Sabbath, so that the law of Moses may not be disregarded, why are you furious against me because I have restored a grown man to perfect health on a Sabbath? Do not decide at a glance, but think out the decision judicially. Some of those of Jerusalem then remarked, Is not this the man who they wish to murder? Yet here he is speaking in public, and they say nothing to him. Perhaps, however, the authorities have come to recognize the fact that this man is the Messiah? Others said, we know where this fellow comes from, but when the Messiah comes, no one will know from where he comes. Jesus therefore shouted, when teaching in the temple, saying, You both know me and know from where I come, and that I have not come from myself. But my sender is true, whom you do not know. I know him, because I am from him, and he himself sent me. They therefore sought to arrest him, yet none laid hands upon him, because his time had not arrived. Among the crowd, however, many believed in him, and said, When the Messiah does come, will he produce more proofs than this man has done? The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering about him in this way, and the chief priests and the Pharisees dispatched officers to arrest him. Jesus therefore said, for a little time I am still with you, then I go to him who sent me. You will search for me and fail to find me, and where I am you are unable to come. The Judeans therefore remarked to one another thus, Where will this fellow go that we cannot find him? Surely he will not go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks. What is the man's meaning when he says, you will search for me and fail to find me, and where I am you are not able to come. Now on the closing day, the great day of the festival, Jesus stood up and called aloud, exclaiming, If any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever trusts in me, as the scripture says, rivers of living waters shall flow out from his heart. He said this, however, in reference to the spirit which the believers in him were afterwards to receive, for the spirit was not yet revealed, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Many among the crowd, hearing this declaration, then began to say, This is certainly the prophet, others remarked. This is the Messiah! But some said, What? Does the Messiah come out of Galilee? Has not the scripture said that the Messiah shall come from the race of David, and from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So a division took place among the crowd on account of him, and some of them wished to arrest him, yet no one laid hands upon him. The officers, however, returned to the chief priests and Pharisees, who asked them, Why have you not brought him? No one ever spoke like this man, they replied. The Pharisees therefore retorted, Are you also led astray? Have any of the nobles or of the Pharisees believed in him? But this mob that know not the law are contemptible. Nicodemus, who was one of themselves, and who had previously come to him, said to them, 
would our law convict a man if it had not first examined about him and ascertained what he has done they retorted and said to him are you also from galilee search and see that no prophet has ever sprung from galilee chapter eight jesus again addressed them saying i am the light of the world my followers shall not walk in the darkness but shall go out into the light of life the pharisees therefore said to him you are giving evidence about yourself your evidence is not reliable jesus replied and said to them although i give evidence about myself my evidence is nevertheless reliable because i know from where i come and where i go but you neither know where i come from nor where i am going you condemn from a human standpoint i myself condemn none yet even if i should condemn my decision would nevertheless be valid because i am not alone but i and he who sent me moreover in your own law it is written that the evidence of two men is valid i am witnessing about myself and the father who sent me gives evidence about me where is your father they therefore asked him jesus answered you neither know me nor my father if you had known me you would have known my father also these remarks were made by jesus in the treasury while teaching in the temple and none arrested him because his time had not yet come he therefore further said to them i am going away and you will search for me and will die in your sin where i am going you are unable to follow the judeans therefore said is he going to kill himself since he says where i am going you cannot follow you are from below he answered them i am from above you belong to this world i am not from this world i therefore told you that you would die in your sins for unless you believe that i am you will die in your sins you who are you they then asked him jesus answered them what i told you from the beginning i have much to say and decide about you but my sender is reliable and what i have learned from him that i declare to the world however they did not perceive that he spoke to them about the father jesus therefore said to them when you have lifted up the son of man then will you know that i am and that i do nothing from my own self but as the father has instructed me i must speak and my sender is with me he has not left me alone because i do what is pleasing to him everywhere while he was speaking in this way many became believers in him jesus said therefore to the judeans who had not believed him if you establish yourselves in my doctrine you will in reality be my disciples and you will recognize the truth and the truth will set you free we are the offspring of abraham they answered him and have never at any time been enslaved to anyone what do you mean by saying you will be set free i tell you plainly replied jesus that whoever sins is a slave of sin the slave does not constantly stay with the family the son stays permanently if therefore the son shall set you at liberty you will be free in reality 
i am aware that you are the offspring of abraham yet you plot to murder me because my thought has not a place in you what i have seen with the father i declare and what you have learned from your father you also do they retorted and said to him our father is abraham if you were children of abraham jesus remarked you would continue the works of abraham but now you plot to murder me a man who has told you the truth which he learned from god abraham did not do so you do the works of your own father we were not born of fornication they answered him we have the same father god if god were your father jesus said to them you would respect me for i came from god and am here for i have not come of myself but he sent me why do you not comprehend my language because you will not listen to my message you are from your father the devil and it is your desire to practice the lusts of your father he was himself a murderer from the first and stands not by the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaks falsehood he speaks in his own way for he is a liar and the father of such because i speak the truth however you will not believe me who among you can convict me of wrong if i speak the truth why will you not believe me whoever is attracted by god listens to the thoughts of god for this reason you do not listen because you are not in harmony with god the judeans retorted and said to him were we not correct in saying that you are a samaritan and have a demon i have not a demon replied jesus but i honor my father and you dishonor me i do not however strive for reputation for myself there is one who investigates and judges i tell you most assuredly that if a man holds on to my message he will by no means see death for ever now we know that you possess a demon the judeans retorted to him abraham died as well as the prophets yet you say if a man holds fast my message he will not taste of death forever are you greater than our forefather abraham who died and the prophets died who do you make yourself jesus answered if i should praise myself my praise is worthless there is my father who is praising me of whom you say that he is your god and you have not recognized him but i know him and if i should say that i do not know him i should be like yourselves a liar but i do know him and retain his message your father abraham exulted that he should see my day and he saw it and was delighted ha you are not yet fifty years old said the judeans to him in reply and have you seen abraham jesus said to them most assuredly i tell you before abraham was born i am then they took up stones to hurl at him but jesus became invisible and went out from the temple chapter nine as he was going along he observed a man who had been blind from his birth his disciples accordingly asked him teacher who sinned this man or his parents in consequence of which he was born blind neither did this man sin nor his parents replied jesus but he is so in order that the workings of god may be displayed through him 
I must do the business of my sender while it is day. The night comes when none are able to work. While I am in the world, I am the world's light. Spitting upon the ground as he said this, and mixing clay with the spittle, he applied it to his eyes, and said to him, Go, wash yourself in the bathing-place of Siloam, which, when translated, means sent. He therefore went and washed himself, and returned seeing. The neighbors and those who formerly saw him when he was a beggar asked, Did not this man sit and beg? Some said, This is the man. Others, No, but he is very much like him. He himself said, I am he. They therefore asked him, How were your eyes opened? He replied, The man who is called Jesus mixed clay and applied it to my eyes, telling me to go to Siloam and wash yourself. So I went, washed, and received my eyesight. Where is he? They then asked him. I do not know, he replied. They then took the man who had once been blind before the Pharisees, for it was a Sabbath on which Jesus mixed the clay and gave him eyesight. The Pharisees therefore asked him again in what way he had gained his eyesight. He applied clay to my eyes, he answered them, and I washed, and now see. Some of the Pharisees therefore said, That man is not connected with God because he does not observe the Sabbath. How could such evidences be affected by a sinful man? remarked others, and they were divided among themselves. They therefore asked the blind man once more, What do you say about him, seeing that he opened your eyes? That he is a prophet, replied he. The Judeans, however, did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and had received his eyesight, until they called the parents of him who had received his eyesight, and questioned them. Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind, his parents answered. But how he now sees we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. He is old enough, ask him. He can speak for himself. His parents said this because they dreaded the Judeans, for already the Judeans had decided that should anyone acknowledge him as Messiah, he should be expelled from the synagogue. It was for this reason that his parents said, He is old enough, ask him. They accordingly recalled a second time the man who had been blind and said to him, Give thanks to God. We know that this fellow is wicked. I do not know whether he is wicked or not, he replied. One thing I do know, that having been blind, I can now see. What did he do to you? They then asked him once more. In what way did he open your eyes? I have already told you, he answered, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you really wish to become his disciples? They accordingly abused him and retorted, You are his disciple, but we are the disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke with Moses, but as for this fellow, we know nothing about where he comes from. Well, the wonder is that you should not know, the man exclaimed in reply to them, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is God-fearing and does his will, he listens to him. Since the beginning of time, anyone opening the eyes of one born blind has never been heard of. 
if this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything. Ah, you were from head to foot born in sins, they retorted in reply. And would you presume to teach us? They accordingly kicked him out. Jesus learned that they had kicked him out, and meeting him, he asked, Do you believe on the Son of Man? And who is he, sir? he asked, so that I may believe in him. Jesus answered him, You have seen him, and it is himself who is now talking with you. I believe, sir, he exclaimed, and he bowed to him. Then Jesus said, I came into the world to be a separator, so that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may become blind. Some Pharisees who were in his company on hearing this remark said to him, Surely we are not also blind? If you were blind, Jesus answered them, you would not have sin. But because you say, We see, therefore your sin remains. The end of chapters 6 through 9 of the Gospel according to John. Recording by Mark Penfold.